Episode, the guys chat about their biggest pop culture influences growing up, what their death row meal would be, and answer some questions for you all. And now, backyard therapy. Ooga booga? Ooga booga? Ooga booga. Yeah. You want to hear something I found interesting in one of my classes? Are we recording right now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, this is something I found interesting in my so, uh, social psychology class. Uh, we have a pathogen avoidance mechanism. Like that's when you're like disgusted by something, you know, you smell something, you're like, Ooh, that's nasty. I need to take a bath. Something like that. Well, if that, it, do, do, do you guys know what priming is? If you were to prime something? It's when you do the lawnmower and you push the button a couple times. Yeah. Get the gas flowing. Yeah. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. A man. primer on the wood before you paint it Yeah. You, you know, you watch <laughs> motivational videos before you're about to do something hard or that you need to be pumped up for. You know, you know the folksy version of it. Yeah. No, yeah. I remember right. the lawnmower thing. Right. So. Pr- priming is put like basically making something a little more salient before you're about to actually do that one thing. Right. Like, um, so... I'm upset that no one was impressed that I knew about yard work, by the way, but go ahead. No, no, no. That, that's exact. That's like the number one example. So, um, I'm a yardsmith. So we have this thing called the pathogen avoidance mechanism, right? Like different things disgust us on different levels. Um, certain smell, you know, some people can't be around people who vomit or they vomit, you know, that, that, that mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, when that pathogen avoidance mechanism is triggered, is primed, right? Um, People are more likely to act racist, not act, not necessarily act in a, in a blatantly racist manner, but be more stand. Huh? Biased. Biased. Yeah. 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 You're, you are more biased towards your out groups than you were previously because of the pathogen avoidance mechanism. How about that? Because you're afraid that they're going to do the thing that's going to trigger you like vomit. Yeah. So, um, are, you know, uh, part of the pathogen avoidance mechanism, part of that disgust thing is you, you're, you're actually, you're lifting your nose up. So you're trying not to inhale and your throat kind of closes on it. Right. So you don't want anything to come inside you. What? So seriously, seriously, like I agree. I yeah, don't want that. Yeah. Well, it'd be a new thing for me. Okay. I got, I got a question. So you, yeah. you're saying that after that is triggered, that person is now more likely to have bias they're more likely to act on behalf of their whatever their in-group is right like they if they live in a a, um, a multiracial household like their family is still going to be their family that doesn't necessarily matter but if they're on like a different side of town they're and they you know it's not people they see regularly whether it's like the suburb you know the, they may see uh boomers as more likely to have malicious intent in their profiling or something like that or you know something in a, a rougher part of town who knows but mm. you if you have that triggered like if you just came off of something that disgusted you and then you have an interaction with a stranger you're and you don't view them as someone in your in-group or you find an immediate commonality with you're gonna <clears throat> be less open you're gonna assume the worst yeah yeah, like on on, on, a, on on an unconscious level for the Is most part. Is that just because you're in a state of just, um, I guess, negativity in that sense? Like, it's like very negative to your whole outlook at that moment? You're just... Well, 
So for me, it, a lot of things come back to like evolutionary psych and that's really like threat detection, you know, like, um, and it's also like procreation. It's fucking and surviving. That's well, really I just, it's interesting if it's physiological or if it's like social norms, you know what I mean? It's like, what's the thing that is, I guess, created more like, what is the actual, I don't know. So that's the funny thing about emotions, right? Um, their physiological profile um, can mirror many other emotions, right? Like fear, anger, and like just plain old arousal, mm-hmm. you know, kind of look relatively similar. You know, you could be sweating, your heart rate could be elevated, people's could be dilated, things like that. So you, can it go the other way? Explain. So say if you had, um, I guess the, what, what's it called again? Pathogen? Avoidance. Avoidance. Okay. So say something happens to where you don't have that going on very close after that. So that stops. And then you're like, oh, I have, um, I like this person more. Mm-hmm. Or I have more, less bias. So if there's like a palate cleanser or something? Yeah. Like, yeah, uh, I, I don't know. I haven't honestly uh, read that far into it. That's just something I had uh, one learned about. And then we specifically covered how. Uh, we went over like stereotypes, prejudice, and discrimination, which are really interesting. Fun ones, huh? <laughs> yeah, fun, fun ones. ones. <laughs> They're crazy to talk about. Stereotypes, um, unavoidable. What do you think about Ryan? Christmas? Yep. <laughs> you thinking about Christmas? No, I'm thinking about what you said. And like, if I'm at a party and someone vomits and I can smell vomit, then I'm immediately I'm immediately like heightened yeah. that like anyone could vomit at any moment. I'm going to be like a little bit like standoffish, yeah. unconsciously, it, but not a, yeah. That's yeah, what I'm no, for sure. Um, it's just interesting, different thing. Um, yeah, uh, it, you're less likely to be social too, to to out groups. That is, you know, and, and I'm not saying you're going to be rude or it's you, you're just less open. It's less like open for business is, I guess, my, my point. I had a fun, interesting thought experiment. I don't know if it's a thought experiment or just like a question I asked myself and then uh, looked into. I don't know if you all would have an answer to this, but who is a non superstar actor or athlete whose life you would enjoy having right like oh can't be like Shaq, can't be michael, you know, michael jordan you know something like that duh that's tight ronaldo well, and michael very, jordan very cool. as you saw yeah maybe not the life you want i was gonna say like i feel like most of them i mean that's the way right you don't want to be super famous you just want to be successful at acting or at being an athlete athlete chase daniel um, wow okay just because i mean he's up there with sam bradford on money made uh, throughout his career is he really i didn't know that I, I, for uh, he's made a lot of money but is he I'll not considered a superstar like he's a Chase nfl Daniel? quarterback he's, he's an a, nfl quarterback i'm asking what's the cut what's the threshold no i, I would say he's a non-superstar entirely uh, okay i mean like, he's i mean just being a perennial backup your entire career and then all you have to do is just hold the clipboard and get paid just 30 million like every two years like i'd be right up there you get to go in and, oh, no pressure at all. Well, that's how I was thinking about um, Tarot Taylor, whenever the, the Chargers oh, yeah. doctor like, until, like, until like you, stabbed you him in the chest or whatever. Right yeah, when the GM made the phone call after seeing a that few Herbert practices. Quiet, well, no, it was, it was like, everyone was like, I'd be so mad that I lost my job. I'd be like, I would be thrilled to sit there and be like, I'm still getting paid my starting quarterback money, but I also get to just sit here and do nothing. Well, yeah. uh, Tyra Taylor's also one of those he's not guys. My, he's not my choice, but sorry. He's a per- perennial backup who just comes in and starts and is that well, he's, bridge. He, I mean, he was on some sort of contract as if he he was the starter before Herbert showed up, right? Right. Well, he's the bridge. He was the bridge for Baker. He was the bridge for 
whoever that was in Buffalo who they put in, Nathan Peterson, I guess. And then uh, he's the bridge for Herbert. Now, Herbert and Baker seem to be okay. Um, But just taking a needle to the chest and cracking your ribs. See, I don't envy that. I don't envy that. Chase Daniel didn't have to do that to have the same kind of like money and situation. Would right. you consider Ezra Koenig to be like a superstar? I don't know who the fuck that is. You don't? So, so he's yeah, not a I don't know who that is either. Yeah, lead singer of Vampire Weekend. Oh, okay. oh. I would say. I'd say he's probably above the line, but I won't like hate you if that's your choice. I think he would be a good one. Okay. He's fun. He's, he's just really funny. He's, he's like a normal dude for the most part. From what you can tell, he's, he's mm-hmm. dating Rashida Jones. Mm. Um, well, that's a good start. Right. Um, He's just really funny. He's got a really good radio well, and show. Talented, you know, can sing. And he's also music. he's in a really cool band. So yeah, uh, I think the, the, this is the guy that prompted the question. Brecken Meyer. Do y'all know who he is? Oh yeah, Brecken Meyer was in um... Franklin and Bash. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. wait. Sidebar. Can I sidebar? Yeah, of course. SB. I just want to say this was actually no. You SB keep Nick. going. I want to come back to this thing I was going to say. In a okay, it's a more so. So Brecken Meyer. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't realize how involved with Robot Chicken he was. Was he in Clueless? He was. He was yeah. the skater, the stone Travis. His name was Travis in Clueless. He was the stoner, and he gave a wonderful speech and two thumbs up. Wasn't at, he in some of those Tom? Wasn't he one of the Tom Green movies too? Wasn't he? Oh yeah, he was road in Road Trip. trip. Yeah, yeah, he was in Road, road Trip. trip. Yeah. He was excellent. He was in Rat Race, if you remember that. Yeah, um, early two thousands gem with Mr. Bean playing Who was, uh, Joe's apartment. Who was that? Who was what? Joe's apartment, the cockroach, cockroaches movie, Ooh, MTV. Yes, what was that? Is that Breckenmeyer? No, I don't know. think it was. I'll look it up. So Luke Wilson. Uh, we'll come back to this too. Uh, so what prompted this is I really, uh, I, you guys know this, but I've always wanted to do like voice work for cartoons, do different things, read audiobooks, do different stuff. Um, podcast, just yeah, podcast. That's why we're doing this. Honestly, <laughs> this is a this is a launch pad to the, my brilliant career. <clears throat> as I cough there. on the mic, yeah, as I cough on the mic. I found out Breckenmeyer is super involved with Robot Chicken, and I mm. did not know that. Is it Seth Green? Seth Green is yes, yes. It's Seth Seth Green and another Matthew Chick. I don't know his last name, but I see where you're going yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, Breckenmeyer super involved with Robot Chicken. He's been fr- he went to like middle school with Seth Green, uh, so they're super duper good friends. <laughs> Here's some random facts off Breckenmeyer's Wikipedia. Now, this is this particular part I don't envy, but it, I think it's just funny that somebody could look it up. He slept in a coffin for several years in high school. Like that was his bed. I, I swear to you. Okay. Yeah. That might. Wait, a real that might coffin? throw it out right there. Yeah. Hang Honestly. on. Yeah, <laughs> a real out. coffin or like a coffin bed. You slept in a coffin for several years at a per- during a period of your life. Is that true or false? Yes, but. Um, yeah. Why did yes, you do that? What, I, fa- I what really, phase of life? I never I went really, through the coffin sleeping phase. No, I, I, I really liked vampires for a while, like the Lost Boys and stuff like that. Oh. And I liked being, this sounds bad, um, I liked being nestled. You know when you do a little blanket burrito, you guys don't know, but you know when you do a little blanket burrito or whatever, I thought I could go one better and just do a coffin. And so from when I was 15 to 18, I slept in a... 15 to 18? So you didn't sleep in a coffin once or like twice. We're talking three years years of you sleeping in a... Where did you get the coffin? What did your parents Well, here's the thing. My dad, who named me Brecken, um, was always looking for projects for us to do. And I said, I want to get a coffin. He's like, I will not let you buy a coffin. And I was like, that's a good parent. And he's like, but we can build one. So... I think I, I, wait, wait. I, what's it, the difference? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there are like <laughs> oh, novelty, novelty beds, beds that you can buy for your kids. Yeah. 
Yeah. Can't or an actual that, coffin. That would surprise me if there were coffins. So if the beds. worst There's thing I have to do, down. right, like you're down, uh, Ryan's down to get stabbed in the chest for th- that life. Okay, cool. If I have to just sleep in a coffin for a little Wait, bit, whatever. On. I didn't say I would want that. Uh, you, you, said, you said that that wasn't your guy, right? Right, right. So he's been in, he's been acting since he was 11. He was in Clueless, iconic. We just rattled off all those iconic movies. He shares a production company with Seth Green and Ryan Felipe. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, I just watched Cruel Intentions this weekend. I was going to say 2000s gang right there. You ready for this? Yep. He's in not one, but two bands with Tom Morello. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a great one because he seems very... Um, Diverse. The, yeah. And you course. know what? I think he could walk down the street. There is a coffin bed. <laughs> we coffin have confirmed. Confirmed. So, I just looked... Yeah, yeah. I didn't see that, but... I th- and, I, and I think he could walk down the street most places and not be bugged, but also <sighs> really have people come up to him at certain mm-hmm. points, you know, like long into his life and be like, aren't you the dude from, and that would make you feel good. So right. Breck and Meyer, that's my answer. Wow. I don't know if he's Franklin really or Bash, one. but Franklin and Bash. I need to think of, a, of an actor or, or someone like that too. Another multiple coffin, coffin bed. beds. M- multiple coffin it's beds. The so. coffin bed hive runs deep. Sign me up. Who were you going to say when I was going off on Breck and Meyer? No, I said Ezra Koenig. Oh, yeah, no, it was yeah. a separate, kind of a separate topic. Oh, go for it. Actually, um, this is a conversation I had with one of my roommates the other day, and I was trying to get, I was going to see where you're at with this. Um, why did I think Brett Kinmeyer, though? Oh, you said Franklin and Bash. That's what it was. First of all, I know it's the second time I've mentioned it in the last, like, 20 minutes, but the new Saved by the Bell on Peacock is good. Yeah, Tell me on it real quick. Things, it's though. written by, um, like, it has big community vibes. Really? Lots, yeah. It's, okay, I'm in. It's, it's shot good. like that. That's great. I'm in. Awesome. It's really funny. It's written by some people from 30 Rock um it's not what you would expect it's it's got it does have um slater and jesse as in every episode wait i got elizabeth berkeley mm-hmm. do you guys remember the first time you saw showgirls mm. no. did you ever see showgirls no, i've as, seen as, i've seen it i mean i've seen her like naked i remember yeah. watching on tnt yeah. in the middle of the day and yeah. not getting to see the, the good stuff but yeah, you remember <laughs> the first time you thought is that, is that yes. Jesse Spano? Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, I do remember that being... Oh, man. That was a turning point for me as what an adolescent. That's all I really <laughs> wanted to say about it. The top two turning points for me as an adolescent were that, Halle Berry, and the Flintstones. Mm. Oh, I was going to say Monsters Ball. Anyway. <laughs> I want to say Britney Spears' first music video. But yeah. Ooh. That, that's right there. Those are the <laughs> top she's three. she's sitting on the, on the bench with like spinning the basketball. I was like, okay. Yeah. Um, okay. No. The point of this was the new Saber the Bell is good. I would encourage people to watch. The first episode's free on Peacock. They did not pay for this plug. Hey, let's time out. I didn't give Mario Lopez his due. Handsome as hell. Dude, he's still, still he's like the Uncle of Mario, Jesse of this show. He's he beautiful. looks great. He's well, still got it. Did yeah. you see he hosted the uh, Tyson fight? Yeah, he yeah. did. Oh, That's that why was I said awesome. the same week to say by the bell dropped. I was like, it's a huge week for Lopez. Speaking Good for of that him. Fight, did did you he play see Greg Nate Robinson just get, die? Who? Basically, Nate Robinson. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah we saw it. I thought I was like, who died? No, yeah. that uh that was quite the fight. I'm a Jake Paul fan now. No, I'm not. <laughs> did you see Logan Paul's fighting uh Floyd Mayweather? I I, I thought I was Jake getting trolled. Logan. Logan Paul. Who knocked out Nate Robinson? Jake Paul. Logan Paul's fighting Floyd Mayweather. Oh. Just using their names like okay. this, but hey, they're out there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the older one is fighting Floyd Mayweather. Interesting. I mean, that's a bad move, but okay. I mean, for who? They're both making insane amount of money. Probably. You don't get in the ring. Floyd Mayweather will give you CTE. Like, yeah, he'll die. <laughs> but you will make so much money. There's who so much. Many- this is another conversation I had over the summer with someone when the Tyson fight was announced. Let's have it. 
my friend was like, would you get in the ring with 55, however old he is, 55-year-old Tyson for one minute? And I was like, for a million dollars. That's a different question. 55-year-old Tyson in the ring, one minute for a million dollars. I was like, no fucking way. No, he dude. would destroy you. No, okay. You would go, he would give you CTE. You would go full listen, Benoit. Listen, Mike Tyson, absolutely not off the table. Playing Mayweather's different. If you want to dance around and let him slap you five times and that's the fight and he gets to take his check and go home, he'll do that. That's okay. That's what's going to happen. Logan Paul's going to try. He's not going to be able to hit him. He might hit him once or twice. That's all it's going to be. It's going to be dancing. Logan Paul's going to get tired. They're going to cash out and go home. Dan, you can you can well, do your I, thing. So. Well, no. I, I, I just think that he's he's smart for it. He's going to make so much money, and then he's going to go on, and he's going to continue this brand of everyone he, hating him. Is he going to go on, though? Who? Well, the Paul, whoever's Here's fighting. Everybody hates him, right? So yeah. people are going to pay a lot of money to see him get his ass kicked. Right. And, and he's so, going to get his ass kicked. And so he's and monetizing he's have severe that. brain he's, injuries. He's officially monetized that. He's, I would say, much bigger than Floyd Mayweather. Like, I don't know, three inches and probably 30 pounds right now? Okay, so Six, a two very large eight. thing difference. Floyd Mayweather could put a beating on him, and he's, he could still take a lot. Oh, is he really? I mean, he would still knock him out. He's still going to yes. knock him out in the first round, probably. But again, if he gets knocked out, he still gets that money. I don't think. I don't think a, the Floyd knockout would necessarily end your. It's life. not the embarrassment of being knocked out in the first round that's the worst part. The worst part is everything that happens to you for the rest of your life after that knockout. Physically, it's going to be bad. I guess. I mean, but he he, he could kill you. He trains now, though. Like if you if you gave a guy two years to train, then does I'll, he have two? I know. I still. I don't. Mm. I wouldn't do it. That's. I mean, yeah. I guess it's fair. No, it's totally fair. I mean, Mike Tyson's a definite no. There's never a ty- never, 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 never for Tyson. There's really not a difference. Like, I don't want to get tackled by Ray Lewis for you know x amount of money. Now, with I don't know. <laughs> everyone's got a price, Every, right? Everybody's got a price. I remember. I, I funny thing you said that there was a girl in high school um, that we went to. That we went to. Okay. Uh, a sister of I did not a roommate of mine who had red hair. Um, and I asked her one time, okay. I said, would I get, would you take $50 million to shave your head? And she was like, no way. Yeah. They had, <laughs> they had that, they had that minus the zero. Yeah. I was just like, what a really funny thing that is. Head? Yeah. I was like, yeah. okay, whatever. I would do that. <laughs> yeah. Confirmed. Confirmed. Yeah. Okay. You could chop some zero. Chop some. You got something? I want to go back to my thing. Oh, sorry, sorry. Lopez. Save by the Yeah, he's beautiful. Yeah, I mean, you guys, distracting. Just, he's distractingly beautiful. derail me. All I'm trying to do is talk to my friends on our show. Derail. And I am derailed <laughs> by mm-hmm. Dan. I'm sorry. Talking about dudes getting railed in the boxing ring. <laughs> derailed. Uh, no. The derailment so, due to railment. I was going to say, Save by the Bell is good. Um, <laughs> I liked it. It's funny. You should watch it. The point okay. of this was. Bet. Um, right. I was thinking. About, I was talking to one of my friends the other day about the about Scream because they're, uh, the they're, they're doing Scream? a new Scream movie in 2022. They've already started filming. It's a movie, not a show. It's a movie. Yeah. Also, I really like the show. They've a lot. got Arquette, uh, Courtney Cox, and Officer Dewey back. But it's still. But it's considered. I think it's being considered like a reboot. Like it's not a. Conti- I, don't, I don't think it's a continuation. I think it's kind of a reboot. Hmm. Either way, it's just this franchise still existing. They're making new versions of it in 2022 right uh, i'm in yeah yeah exactly and i was i was like there was a time when it's, i think it's because of like all the halloween movies and all that shit that anytime something would get revived or something would be brought back everyone would immediately be like we don't this is fucking stupid yeah. we don't need this it's gonna be so bad why well, would i watch this they were right. doing the wrong shit right and like i think that i don't think that's a negative thing anymore i feel like people mm-hmm. are aware enough now to know that like if you're taking over 
the Stay by the Bell IP or the Scream yeah. IP, you have to do a good like you have to do a good job, or you're yeah. gonna get well, shit on. I agree with that. They didn't have the money to pay them that much money, like on the back end, like for to have any kind of reboot like yeah. that, like those the actual good ones. You probably just didn't have that because you didn't have streaming services, so it had to have just been. Uh, you know, like Universal or something that had to pay him. Something I saw that kind of correlates with what you're talking about is someone tweeted, or it was on Reddit, that they should, uh, like in Hollywood, the remake should be of good ideas, uh, like sh- shitty movies. It was They were bad execution, but like good ideas. You know, like uh, Minority Report was a pretty decent movie, but like crazy idea if you go back and watch that, you know, that movie. Uh, and just so like Blade Runner. Yeah, yeah. I I never saw the first one, but I get I never saw either of them, but I know universally the second one is beloved. They're both great. Yeah, more than the first. But I actually saw the second one before the first one because I didn't know anything about Blade Runner, but I saw it at the movie theater and that made me go watch the first one, and they're both fucking great. great. Okay, cool. Harrison Ford is yeah, awesome. <laughs> nice. So awesome. I have them on my computer. What would you remake? What would I remake? Same question you were. Heavyweights. Are you afraid Ooh. of the dark? But Ooh. scarier. Is that coming back for real? Oh, I don't know. Is heavyweights, really is, heavyweights is an easy, easy, easy restart, man. You get Gerald, uh, the guy who played, um, I think his name is Gerald Carp or something, uh, something Carp. Jensen Carp. I know who Keenan Jensen Carp hit the Jensen Carp's another one of those people. It's like a not it, a, his uh, his his life would not be bad. I think that uh, circling back, <laughs> he married Topanga. He married Topanga. He was a rapper, a, a successful rapper. Signed for a to Eminem, right? Um, comedy get, writer Topanga. Comedy writer, <laughs> right. WWE writer, right? Yeah, wrote for all these award shows. Wrote for a bunch of TV shows. It's like if you just get into that and and hosted it. the biggest radio show in LA. That's right. Yeah, yeah Jensen Carp's a good one. That's a great one, actually. That's so yeah, I would career. remake Heavyweights and have uh, Jerry, uh, Gerald Gardner. That was his name. I had to think of Ben Stiller's voice saying it. Gerald Gardner. Uh, and you have him be the camp counselor now, right? And you bring some of them back. Uh, Keenan could come back. I mean, just, Keenan's kid could be going there. That's I easy. would lose my shit if Ben Stiller came back. In, in Tony the- Parker? This is the moment we've all been waiting for. Hmm? Muscle weighs more than fat. Gerald Gardner. Step on up, Gerald. You've gained nine pounds. Have you been cheating? Hmm? How can I sell an infomercial about fat kids who can't keep their piggy little snouts shut? Okay, turn on the camera. Oh my god, it would be it All would time. be worth the admission. And you know what? If he didn't do it, I'd I think who could do a very good job would be like Will Arnett. I think he'd kill he that. He falls in that category. Can yeah, do that. Yeah, same so. role. Uh, yeah, heavyweights, I think is at the very top of the list for me. Um, I would love to see not necessarily a remake, but some type of reboot of the back to the future series as well. It's just, uh, and we're going to talk like that's like coming any second. Yeah. It has to be, it has to be right. Yeah. And that's kind of, I know I texted it. We, I mean, we can go, do you know what you'd remake? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah hell yeah probably not I well, it's a tough line to say what's like in that window well something shouldn't you know? be touched right like don't touch the sopranos well mm. yeah and it's like yeah i mean you can do the pretty cool family stuff whatever but like do yeah. not but see that's everything's on the table yeah you know and if you want to do a prequel and then you want to put the money and the time into it like you can do it so since you asked me that um you know what are uh, i was thinking about like what are the most formative pieces of like pop culture mm. when you're younger uh, definitely heavyweights i love that movie you know you uh, said younger though like up until we were 18 which to me is a whole different thing than when i was a kid 
What do you mean? Okay. Well, I mean, I was just giving you a, a, a wide berth to choose from. I didn't okay. want to peg, peg you in anywhere. So I was thinking, I, I was just thinking 2007, whenever you said that, like oh, I was trying fine. to go on just around that time. Well, I, was, I just did probably it, like 11 to 18. Okay. So, well, I put just that 2006, 2008, it cannot be understated <laughs> how much of the little wayne, wayne mixtape era yeah imparted on me and made me who i am today that and the crunk era Lil john mm-hmm. that legitimately i think about all the time as like that i would that i would be a different person if i didn't enjoy that music no i completely agree uh Lil, Lil wayne carried me through the summer of 2007 and that's that's really all there is to it well and it's it's weird because it's like i remember people would ask me like what's your favorite artist and i'd be like lil wayne and they'd be like easily <laughs> really yeah. yeah like that's your favorite artist like adults right you know and it would at the time when i was a kid i'd be like yeah they'd be like oh that sounds stupid <laughs> but you know now that's you how know, we tell when kids say their favorite artist is billy eilish we go oh like ever like yeah. that's your favorite yeah. ever yeah <laughs> so but one of the uh for sure no i will i mean i i echo that entirely i mean that overlaps with my life decision making yeah. like people i hung out with like oh totally i mean everything uh, i have final destination the first one on here <laughs> for like just paranoia reasons it was a big framing device <laughs> for like how i view outrageous death scenarios mm-hmm. i'm like well in any time i'm Whoa. or any anytime anyone's on a highway no i agree with that you know you you see those pipes and you're like fuck would I have ever thought that without seeing that movie? I don't know, but I did see the movie before I thought that. Well, I've I, heard I, so many people say that because right. there was one with like the, the trees, right? Yeah, the trees. With the I think about off, the tanning bed like, one as well, or the, like the, shit in the bathroom, or, like with my press. shaver. Yeah, the bench press one. You know, I feel like it, but I've gone to. I had. I the, literally. Uh, I think that I'm at the point now where when I'm with someone and we see like the trees in the back of the truck, they're like, "Oh my god, it's like final, final destination." destination yeah. moment. But now yeah. I yeah. see it, if I'm by myself and I see it, I just go, "Oh, this is what someone would say was a final destination moment." Um, have you ever had a, been on an airplane where the tray thing was loose? The tray, like the tray so. in front of you? The, yeah, like the tray. Like, like in the movie? Uh, no. I barely remember the movies. No. Well, Jesus, it was frightening the first time that happened to me. And I was already I afraid them. of flying. Yeah. There were so many little like, oh wait, you can die in so many different ways. I guess that was the movie that really made me think about that. I was like. Mm-hmm. Do you remember oh, the show Thousand Ways to Die? Uh, yeah, I do oh, remember yeah. that. Was that on Spike? Yeah. Yep. It was basically that. <laughs> Just insane ways people die. Yeah. Um, Devin Sawa. So uh, he really, really just in my childhood, Little Giants, Casper, Final Destination, Stan. Wait, Casper? He was Casper. Oh, I thought you meant Casper the movie was a formative No, 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 no. Devin you. Sawa. Gotcha, yeah. And he was blonde. I was like, <clears throat> I want to be Devin Sawa, man. He's tight. Idle Hands was a great movie. Uh, he got to make out with Jessica Alba. That's Killer. a good person to pick. Killer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wouldn't want to be called Stan my entire life but stan stan sawa so what about you ryan as far as things that were important to me as a person from my childhood yeah just like kind of change your world view or i think the word formative is important Mm -hmm, you know like that's kind of helped shaped who you are today i think that there were i mean i thought about the oc myself honestly because i thought that that's what the high school experience Mm -hmm. was when it came 11 to 18 are just two different completely different things to me like that's fine Late nineties, early two thousands, it was just like Blink One Eighty Two, pro wrestling, and like the X Games. Yeah. So still, what you're doing now? <laughs> well, I mean, I've taken that, but then I kind of left part of that when I got like into high yeah. school. It became way more about just being like the fucking emo 
computer nerd. Yeah. Like that's what it switched to. And now it's just kind of a combo of both, I think. Yeah. No, no, exactly. That's why, you know, I'm kind of just throwing that spectrum. It doesn't matter if you don't have examples of when you're 11 or anything like that. Like one of the examples I have that was from probably like 13 through until I moved out uh, and went to college was watching David Letterman into uh, Seinfeld reruns Mm -hmm. on CBS. Monday through Friday that was awesome I would sneak into my by sneak into my dad's room I'd crawl on the ground and he would like obviously see me but I'd be watching it like on the floor like in his because I knew he'd be watching it and he was like that's hilarious and then I would start watching it with him then in high school I'd watch it like by myself while I was up there and it just shaped my it shaped my humor habits like what I can't find kind of funny it shaped like my late night television love like I enjoy yeah 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 now that you you mentioned that I used to do and I don't think I really considered it until right now but like for years if i was and i was home i was home most nights mm-hmm. when i was like 16 it's not like i was out partying a lot but mm-hmm. for years i had watched um john stewart and colbert back to back see night. oh that's a great one i miss daily show i know you watch the daily show Dude, trevor time. noah's fucking great huh he's fucking good he's, he's better than john stewart trevor noah can you, uh, why is that? That's fine. I just think he's a better host of The Daily Show than Jon Stewart was. When they're doing live studio shows before the pandemic, mm-hmm. Trevor Noah makes me laugh more. He's smarter. This show is just... Maybe it's the writers. I don't know. But I think the show is better than that it was. That seems like a pretty strong statement. That's hot. That's I've said it before. I, I didn't watch it. it at any point, so I don't really have a fight. I, I love Jon Stewart, and I have... Oh, I love Jon Stewart as well. I'm not, yeah, this yeah. is not shade on Jon Stewart at all. Well, good for I you. think Trevor Noah is just fucking great. Cool. Have you been watching it since... He's really been. On. I've been off and on. I mean, like, so, like, in the very beginning, I was kind of not into it as much. Um, I started liking it. And I think it just maybe it was that kind of awkward stage in the beginning. Like, what was that, 2015? Mm-hmm. I guess when it started. Like, uh, and then I, I went back and I, I saw some of his, uh, those talks that he has with the audience in between. And I love those. I really thought that those, like, candid moments when they're, like, having a conversation, those are great. <clears throat> but I didn't really get back into the show. Well, part as much, of it, and it, well, it another so part flooded, of it man. is, and this is, we're getting off. I mean, we're going to where we're going to. I love it. Like, I love, this is exactly what I wanted. As a person who was very into comedy at one point, mm-hmm. um, he, he, Trevor Noah was awesome. He's a fucking great host. He's really funny. Cool. He took over The Daily Show, which is a very political show. And it's a tough act to follow. Yeah. Yeah, Stuart was great. Mm-hmm. Um, he's really great. I like I said, I used to watch him every night. Oh, I'm just saying, like but that like, doesn't always work out. Like, look at Drew Carey. Took, I'm saying he took over the Daily Show at a time right before Trump took office, so everything changed. Like mm-hmm. as far as the Daily Show was concerned, mm-hmm. yeah. like you could know, like comedy changed because of that. Like I'll, you couldn't be you couldn't be outrageously sarcastic anymore, like John Stewart used to be, because that shit was happening in real life. Right, it became like, more urgent, but, but there was more content. Like there was so much more content to but that doesn't on. necessarily mean it's better because the more content just means that like there's more things that you have to constantly like oh i agree with that too it's just kind of like colbert's show now i i'm not a huge fan no right it's now. not he's not he, he's not i don't think good. any of the late night hosts are good right now well the colbert Seth Meyers, he just, he's, he's, so Seth Meyers is fine content that, that comes in all that and they just right. it just it's like they're phoning it in every night you know it, it's just during the, covid it's not good correct correct it, Before, it, if we're talking pre-covid Tim Myers was pretty good. Difficult. Baylor and I went to the Jimmy Fallon show. I think I've said it on this podcast before he took over for the Tonight Show. So when he was doing, was it the Late Show? The the Late Night? Yeah, the Late Night Show. Um, so before, when we were in New York, we went to uh, when Heidi Klum and one of the kids from Glee that is still alive was on it. Leah Michelle? Huh? Leah Michelle? Oh, it was the dude that with glasses. super narrows it down. 
but yeah. I still don't okay. remember. I remember it was I Beach House, right? Yeah. Yeah, and Beach House was the artist. Beach House? Yeah. Yep. Hell yeah. yeah. It was super it was cool. Great. It was a great time. Dude, Glee Beach House back to back. That's yes. my that's my Funny, brother. Yeah, I know, right? That's so dated, like twenty thirteen, you know, so highly specific. But uh Jimmy Fallon was much better uh before uh, he was and he was good early on he just everyone's much better in the late night spot than they are versus the late show spot because you Letter- can get away with more letterman i have a letterman was better as a late night host than he was of the late show i, d- I don't know when he had the show after th- when he had late night before conan took over it was he i think he was at his absolute peak letterman that's right yeah i mean the late show with david letterman still iconic and yeah. great I watch it, but I just don't remember it. Like I, I remember, you know I mean? dude. I like, stupid human tricks, stupid pet tricks. How well do you know your cuts of meat? Like the, the way he would fuck with his guests. The way dude, he Rupert. would, dude. Rupert Baylor. Uh, we've been by there. We have uh, shirts. I may have sold mine, but uh, the what? What was the name of the deli? Hello Deli. Hello Deli. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dude, fucking Rupert, man. So. All time greatest was Conan early late night with Conan O'Brien. Mm-hmm. Like from from nineties late night with Conan O'Brien, it's the best funniest that I've ever seen for me. Masturbating Bear is pretty great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean it was right in my wheelhouse of that fucking Blink One Eighty Two humor. <laughs> but yeah, I Blino, go ahead. Well, I was just this is a, this is a deep story. This is yeah. a big one. Uh, so it's funny that you said that about the Jimmy Fallon thing and Nadia, because um, over this shout out Nadia, shout out Nadia, and I hope I'm not blowing up the spot here, but I think it's a a, a good thing to talk about. She's a family friend. Oh yeah. So uh, during Thanksgiving. Um, she, she has a Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, she hit me up to, on that too. Did you attend? We were doing different things. Did you? I did. How was it? It was great. So oh, Ryan's gonna lose his shit. She sent out the Zoom link to join this party uh, that she hosts every year, and every year there is just a smorgasbord of uh, celebrities. Um, the one that I went to in 2016, um, there was Seth Meyers, there was Rashida Jones, Hermione, right? <clears throat> Emma Watson was there. And you dropped the ball, right? I, I went on the record, sh- right? I, of course, I didn't have a shot. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, as long as you have the ball, shoot, you have a shot. Yeah, you shoot, didn't shoot, right? Shoot or shoot, Dan. I know, and I, I tend to shoot, but I, at that point... Yikes. <laughs> Sounds I, like you didn't tend to do anything. Yeah. She was dancing on the dance floor with her friends, and Ooh, I had a shot. I was literally standing right next to How'd your beard look that night? It really wasn't one. I felt, Ooh, yeah, that was, had to have been a little <laughs> bit of it. <laughs> yeah, no, I and think no you're hat, very handsome so. without your beard. No, he definitely is, but like, I, I feel like great things. You're ugly. I'm sorry. No, not well, true. Not true. He, not true. He knows that, that. I mean, I've had it for years, so there's a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it, there's uh, Jam from <laughs> Parks and Rec. You got jammed. Yeah. He's there. Jeremy Jam. Jam. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. I don't know his real oh, name. Congressman. <clears throat> you just got jammed. Uh, Artie Lang. <laughs> That's his name, right? Yeah, no. Congressman just, that's who it was. I'm losing my shit. Uh, Artie Lang was there. Oh, um, shit. How's, oh, yeah. was that pre, like... It was actually post. It was, he was in, uh, he was clean at the time, but he oh, was, wow. wasn't looking great. Um, but there, there, there was others there. Um, Questlove DJ, DJed the event. It was amazing. Yeah. At, at an amazing time. Great party. Um, but it's, you know, my dad and uh, some of his friends have been getting invited since the 80s and they've been having this party. So she didn't want to miss it. So she did on Zoom. She sent out the link, uh, hopped on for a little bit, a little bit. And my dad and my brother were on as well, which was funny. Uh, and so I, there was a comment section and I, I looked at it. And the second comment is from J.J. Abrams. Uh, happy, Fuck. <laughs> Sorry. Happy Thanksgiving to all. This party is much needed. And so um, that was a good one. And then there was Anthony. That Anderson. was a good one. Anthony Anderson was on. And that was, he was the best. Actually, one. had his video camera. Oh, on. cool. Yeah, I would have DM'd JJ Abrams. Fred Armisen was on. Man, yeah. I've heard not great things about him. I could see that. Well, he didn't have his video yeah. on, so I don't know. Uh, 
well, I think <laughs> already a bad I think, sign. Uh, I think he's like kind of a creep, but go on. Well, yeah, I don't know. Uh, His character in The Last Man on Earth is so creepy. Anyway, go ahead. Well, I'm trying. I'm trying to remember the other one. There was um, there was a couple of other. You know, uh, the blonde teacher from New Girl who's in a bunch of stuff. Um, blonde teacher. Yeah, from you know what? In the very first couple seasons, whenever they're in the uh, the lunchroom, yeah, and she's trying to be with the cool teachers. Oh, she's the yeah. Blonde one. It's like Rachel something. I can't remember. Her real Is name. she from Big Bang Theory? The girlfriend? Uh, she, of I cannot one of them. It doesn't matter. I can't remember, but doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, there's, but you know, so we we're just in there, and Questlove did DJ, and so he had a live DJ set, kind of like on verses. Very cool. And so it was just I'm a, available to do that. Interesting for thing. A bunch of people were dancing. Um, Nadia had a Christmas tree up. She was dancing. So I just yeah. it, it, it was a nice thing to do, and it was just kind of fun to see those names pop up. Hell yeah, that's great. I, so I, would you say the Beastie Boys were probably formed for you then? Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, because yeah, you're Dan's dad and uncles grew up and this woman nadia who's a friend of ours grew up with them they yeah. all grew up together so that had to have been a little bit like yeah, yeah every time i went to new york to see my dad he'd had these books and so he was friends with ricky powell which was um, Ooh, i haven't heard that name in oh my god i forgot we didn't we meet him yeah we met ricky yeah we were, at the uh, art thing yeah Holy and, and there's been a you know all sorts of right. crazy falling outs and everything from right. both sides but uh he was their photographer and kind of like right. the fourth Beastie Boy or whatever. And I had this big signed long thing from Ricky on there. And if you look in this book, it has like my uncle and right. uh, Keen, Carson, you know. I had a dream. and I, uh, Or no, 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 it wasn't. You said you saw Keen, right? Well, I saw Keen at that party uh, four years ago. Okay. okay. It was the last time I, I saw, like, saw him. I, I had a dream I saw Keen or something. He's all over my Instagram now. So that's hilarious. Yeah. Do you know where the last Beastie Boy shirt was? Uh, with all three? Mm-mm. Bonnaroo, 2009. No shit. Yeah. Wow, and when Bonnaroo was supposed to happen in September, like Bonnaroo was supposed ago. to happen in September, they did like a live stream thing and they played the Beastie Boys video for the first time. Was that no nonstop no disco one had power seen, pack? Huh? Was that nonstop disco power pack? Oh, I don't know. I'm not that big a Beastie Boys fan. Boo. But I was going to say that like no one had ever seen that last performance except the people who were there. But there was a video of it. Bonner never released the video, mm-hmm. but they released it a couple of months ago for the well, September oh, Bonner nice. thing. Let's check it out. I have a few other formative pieces of pop culture. This is a very niche one. Niche one. Um, Richard Lewis, who has played for multiple teams, the Super Seattle Supersonics. <clears throat> His game. In the Orlando Magic? No. Uh, ooh, thank you. That was very complimentary. Uh, no, but kind of. Um, he did a post. Huh? Big dude who could yeah, shoot. Yeah, big dude who could There shoot weren't that many at the time. No, that's true. Um, he did a post-game interview, and I've told a few people this before, but not many. And I forget who he was talking about, but I've never forgotten it. And he's like, I don't know, man. I just can't respect a man who washes his ass before he washes his face. And I was like, <laughs> oh, cool. I get that. You know, and then I didn't think anything of it, right? That's so funny. You would <laughs> not believe how many showers I have had where <laughs> I've had an instinct and I'm like, what would Richard Lewis say? <laughs> I literally think, <laughs> some... I literally ha- like will catch, like, oh, wait a second. Mm-hmm. Don't, no, go back. Right? Go back to your routine. That's not, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah, that, that's something from way back, like in middle school that I heard. And I was like, oh yeah, that cool. That makes sense. Or it didn't make sense, you know, at the time. And I'm like, whatever. And then you're in the shower. You're like, oh, he had a point. Ryan's a little quiet over there. I think yeah. he, he's backwards on this. No, I have my I have a face <laughs> washed. It's the first thing I do in the shower. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it, I'm just saying, like, 
it's one of those things that That's, for whatever it's an intrusive thought when i take a shower sometimes it's like you know what i mean like well, even when, such a even well after i'm done stuck this huh? far yeah. in your life so random yeah it's it's a weird association so i have with shower it's like richard lewis <laughs> i don't know why I, I got a big one that's like a i think a, a good growth one. Oh, absolutely so in 2004 uh it was the two uh, the athens olympics whenever phelps yep. first made came on the scene well it wasn't the first one it was like his big one where he won a bunch of medals that was 08 i thought well 04 he won like four gold he okay. didn't win the eight gold until beijing okay oh wait but i had mono and if you guys know like the it used to be on like uh nbc cnbc but it was on oh, Bra- yeah. it was on bravo really at the time yeah. and right after the olympics ron was queer i first straight guy mm-hmm. and I used to watch that show and, you know, at the time I was I'm like, you know, 14 or 15 and, uh, you know, Deer, for a suburban Deer white Creek, kid, Oklahoma. Yeah. For yeah. a suburban white kid in Oklahoma, I think, I think that's pretty progressive, Daniel. Well, and I just started, I was like, you know, whatever, I might get made fun of for watching, but I was like, I fucking love right. this show. Like this show that. is like one of my favorite shows. And I started I watching, and I was like, just seeing the interaction at that young age, I think made me, you know, less of, um, falling into the other, biases in that area at that time right right dude i oh okay two different things Go. one is much more serious than the other one is that um i mean i don't know maybe if this is a weird thing to say maybe but i just said i think of richard lewis know, a former like maybe one time all-star in the shower about like come on <laughs> but like what you just said about because because we're like we're kids in oklahoma like right like it's easy to grow up the wrong way i mean the majority um <laughs> And I thought, especially over the summer, when we were having all the shit we had to deal with over the summer, with Black Lives Matter and things like that, was that when I was a kid growing up in like Southside, Oklahoma City, down where we found the dead body. Yeah. Um, the friends, my friends that I found the fucking body with, um, Rashawn and his brother Ryan, um, were like my two best friends growing up. Right. Like I, they were like it. Like they introduced me to so much shit. So, so much. They, I remember we used to listen to Master P all the time. Like they love Master P. Dude, yeah. So, so Holly, if you hear me. Um, did it have anything to do with his wrestling career? No, he was before, this was before he wrestled. Oh, so the, so when he wrestled, it this was, was like just ninety five, ninety six. Extra so bonus like Holly, for you. If you hear me, yeah, yeah, awesome. Because um, I, I personally loved it. So like they just introduced me to a lot of like R and B and hip hop and like even movies. Like I remember they introduced me to Spawn. They love Spawn. Wow. <laughs> and uh, dude, that movie messed me up. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we're talking. See, <laughs> um, but like I just was thinking about that over the summer specifically, and I even reached out to them just to be like, mm-hmm. I'm really glad that I had you guys like as my friends because it otherwise there's a good chance. I mean, it's easy to be yeah. raised the wrong way, right? Like 100%. it's easy to just be a piece of shit. But I was like, yeah. I'm super lucky I had those two dudes as like my best friends growing up. Um, uh, the other, well, the other thing, yeah, other say, things that you had too. Sorry, was what you did also just said about getting into that show because we were watching the Olympics. Um, bring it again back for the oh, hundredth time. It. Bring it back again for the hundredth time back. now to the OC. Um, I used to like fucking watch the OC every Wednesday or Thursday whenever it was on TV, and it would always start at like eight or nine PM whenever it would start. I don't remember, but it would always start right after American Idol. Oh, <laughs> and so I would always tune in, and I would always see the end of American Idol. Nice. Someone so you were like, off. you knew what was going on. It's like Ruben stuttered, and era. so I eventually just kind of got, got into american idol like yeah. i eventually was like well, i'll just watch idol and then the well, when there's like nine people left and you know who's been going on you know but it was also a invested. cultural phenomenon at the yeah time. it was, oh, it was the, the time, first it was, of its kind it you're like biggest, well this is it was huge. the biggest show on tv for like a decade yeah but like i got into idol because of that and that just led to me getting more and more into reality television which is like kind of my thing now is i fucking watch yeah. so much reality wow. TV. and i all started because of the idol OC? and the oc yeah because oc kind of hooked you on there 
I got uh, a food ones. Mm, like it's formative, like pop that, culture like, food moments. More just like the formative food of specific periods of my life during that eleven to. Oh. So, McDonald's in elementary school couldn't get better. But the Happy Meals dictated my happiness. Yeah, I always question that. Is it is it the same now? Like, is it as good and has the as good memories for kids now that I had? I have no I'm, idea. I, it, no there's no way. I don't know. The Travis Scott thing uh, seems pretty cool. Did you get anything when you buy it though? I was thinking of it from the from the perspective of when Beanie the Babies? Power Rangers movie came out. I was obsessed Dude, with Power the Rangers. Ooze. Huh? The ooze. Yeah. 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 This, yeah. yeah. Well, so yeah the Power Rangers Ryan, the best. Like, well. the, all those the Power McDonald's Rangers, toys were the best. Yes. When the Power Rangers movie yes. came out and they had the McDonald's toys, I made my grandpa yeah. take me to McDonald's every obsessed fucking day. Obsessed with that. I would get. I wanted the whole collection from the Happy Meals, and so I don't think kids have that anymore. Well, they have for Marvel now. It's yeah. the Marvel toys. Like I, I, I'll go get a Happy yeah. Meal for Shiloh every once in a while, and now she's got a, a couple of. Marvel Do you all toys. remember the VHSs when they had them? You could get VHSs at McDonald's. So when Shut we would, I swear to God, early nineties. So when we would go on like family road trips, we went to Mount Rushmore one time. Right, we're super young. We got yeah, it was super. It's something I want to do again. Uh, Jurassic Park and Back to the Future one, two, and three, dude. So, so Back Wait, to the you Future, you could get them. Yes, you could buy them or you did give them to you. No, you bought them for like two dollars. Two dollars. Yeah, it, like with food, it it's was 90s like nineties money. It's like fifty. Yeah, it was. Su- yeah, it was super cheap. <laughs> it's like right. Bucks. And we had a TV in the car that you plug into the cigarette lighter because cigarette lighters were a thing. It wasn't for yeah, electricity, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, we plugged it in and we'd watch that on road trips and stuff. So Back to the Future is another one. Uh, we already talked about it, but that shaped my entire view of time travel. The Matrix is another one that shaped my entire view of like alternate realities and things like that. But anyway, McDonald's elementary school, right? Middle school. CC's Pizza. The arcades kind of started liking girls, separating off, breaking off with your friends on field trips, eating a lot of pizza, kind of showing off, you know, different things. Just CC's Pizza. You couldn't hitting beat it. Hitting the arcade. Yeah, hitting the arcade. We're talking middle school. Couldn't quite drive. Taco Bell in high school. That's when it all changed. Those so. guys cheesy Taco crunch. Bell in high school. 100%. I had one today. I haven't had Taco Bell in months, and I was like, I got to have a cheesy The one over crunch. off of, uh, oh God, uh, Rockwell and... Oh, yeah, Hefner. Hefner. That yeah. one was like, yeah, uh, the line around every Saturday night. Yeah, that's how it was at the second in Santa Fe one over here. That was we'd go to the one at Taco Bell, and then it'd be all those PC North Deer Creek kids, and then we'd hop over to Homeland across the street and get into yep. a big fight every Friday and Saturday. Okay, I for no, the same reason I have another person on here. I have King Griffey Jr. on here. Um, I would almost put Penny Hardaway on here as well. Michael Jordan's too obvious. Uh, Penny Hardaway, King Griffey Jr and oh will smith and will smith they were the coolest people on the planet to me will smith exuded every every bit of smooth operator that you could imagine in all scenarios and then king griffey jr i just wanted to be i thought he the way he handled his career the how skilled he was i i i played first base my entire life and except when i was young i played like shortstop or whatever but i until sophomore year of high school, I had a King Griffey Jr.'s outfielder glove to play first base with, and I was damn good with it. Like, but that that's that's about as formative as it gets. That's I think King Griffey Jr. and Lil Wayne are are yes. probably two biggest crossovers. Yeah, because yeah. King Griffey Jr. for me, I mean, it was every Christmas or birthday, or whatever. Every grandma was getting me a King Griffey Jr. card or a picture of King Griffey Jr. type thing. So uh, yeah, I'm right there with you on that. Uh, Jackass. Ooh. Jackass was a big one for me. Definitely. Um, I, I, I mean, about to the before. point that I actually, you know, as a middle schooler, um, would 
make those videos. No, I, I think I think I talked about this on this show. Maybe maybe it was when yeah, you, you weren't did. here. You maybe did. it's when you weren't here. Uh, it was. It was. Oh, yeah. No, that was. I was giving you shit uh, for like the crazy. We were talking about like crazy stuff we did as a kid, and you're like, yeah, heavily influenced by Jackass. Yeah, yeah, we did all that shit. It was crazy. Yeah, we, we were. Yeah, tell him. Yeah, no, we would. I just remember we would get in trouble all the time for doing dumb skateboard shit in the courtyard of the school um, because of CKY and Jackass. But then afterwards, we would we we eventually got into like doing all this dumb shopping cart shit and like doing all the like drinking weird shit. I remember we tried to do the goldfish thing a bunch of times. Uh, it never works. Um, um, yeah. And then we, we used to like, what was the craziest prank you did? We used to hit your... each other in the nuts a lot <laughs> because of jackass. We, we had used some to staple shit. We used to staple shit one. to each other on all the time. Um, what was the craziest one? The craziest prank you did? Not really. I mean, is it a prank when you just like go fuck with people's like cars or house? We just saran wrapped the cars. Legally, I guess. that's what we have to call it. Yeah, so we we did we saran wrapped a car once. Um, there was a lot of TPing and egging of houses. Oh, tons of that. We had one where <clears throat> we got the I forgot what you would, the term for it, but it's an extra extra long wick for a uh, fire fireworks. Uh, and <laughs> we were across the street, and we put like. I don't know, a bag's worth of fireworks and black cats and everything. And we lit it. And then we had one of our buddies, this is all on camera, <laughs> by the way, uh, ding dong ditch, right? Whenever it was about to happen. And so we could be far enough away. And then they opened the door and then, you know, explosive go off. And then we had to run from the cops that night for sure. Ooh, I had to run from the cops at a, I, I, I'm not going to say their name because this was not that long ago, a uh, mutual friend of ours bachelor party <laughs> recently. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. Um, okay, so I, I knew a kid that went to PC North. He started at PCO, transferred to North. We didn't like him. And, Couldn't uh, handle it at, o, at the OG, huh? Uh, I think he was just like, I'm too rich for this. I need to go to North. Sounds um, like a yes. Anyway, uh, we... One of the weird it was just, actually we were pretty proud of this one. Went to because um, I had a, like a lizard, like a pet lizard. Yeah. So I knew that they in the lizard you feed them crickets. So I knew Duh. that like every week I had to go to the fucking pet store and buy just a big ass bag of crickets. <laughs> and so I went and we got like four big fucking bags full of live crickets Killing. and went over to this dude's house one like late Friday night and like opened. He had the mail the mail but like the mail slot on the front door that goes into the yeah. house so we opened it up and like cut the bags and like let all the crickets go in their house wow yeah that's awesome is it and now i'm saying it out loud i'm like it's kind of mean but all right yeah. i mean I, at uh, the time yeah <laughs> the cops <laughs> i uh with three of my friends uh alex charlie and nishad keep, keep uh, yourself snitch yeah we well i mean it <laughs> doesn't matter <clears throat> past the statute of limitations at this point brother we tp'd my ex-girlfriend's house um and then the cops came and we sat in the car and waited while our parents came and got us mm. that was awful night awful awful Just sitting night. there letting uh, with her talking to you uh, oh yeah giving a shit Ugh. i'd be like shut up her her parents the <laughs> cops luckily it was only a mile and a half oh, away no, wait wait so the, the the parents came and talked to you too? yeah i'm gonna bleep this name out yeah yeah it's a little context yeah yeah so <laughs> that was terrible that was a nightmare but yeah uh will smith was really cool Jackass oh, yeah, was will smith. yeah go um i i didn't get into fresh prince until after i knew who will smith was 
You know what I mean? Oh, like, really? Like I, wow. I didn't watch Fresh Prince and then watch him in movies. Like I watched him in movies first. I think that's I saw, interesting. I think what was his first? Big? I mean, was Men in Black. Men in Black. Independence Day. Independence, Independence Day is probably what you saw first. So Bad Boys, Men I did Black. not see until again later. God, Bad Boys was good. But I just, he had a run of. Um, Go for it. Huh? I said, "Go for it." Martin Lawrence is way up there for me too. Day. And, uh, yeah, Men in Black, Independence Day, Men in Black, Wild Wild West, Wild Wild West, Bad Boys, Bad Boys. Uh, what the other huge one he did after Wild Wild West? There was, was there not another one? He did. He did Ali, but okay, that was but, okay. a little he bit had after Men in Black and Wild Wild West. There I'll was another one too. <laughs> Hang on, wasn't there a third movie where he also made a song for the movie? Are you thinking something from Big Will? No, uh, no. I was thinking the Millennium song. Millennium. Uh, Millennium. Yeah. Party like it's 1999. I thought there was a third movie then song. Big I mean, he so, did Men in Black too. This music. Of, you know what you yeah. might be thinking of is Spy Who Shagged Me. Whenever they do just the two of us. That's not what I'm thinking of. Well, you know, Doctor Evil. That was his big yeah, yeah. song. Was just the two of us, Will Smith, and they remade it for that movie. That's a good point. You might be thinking of that. Do you remember there was a Britney Spears uh, song for Austin Powers that he was the, the video, the music video was her in Austin Powers, and like uh-huh. he was like there. They filmed a specific stuff just for that music video, which was cool. Like so Bad gold, Boys was ninety. Gold member. Bad Boys was ninety five. I did not see it in ninety five. I was eight, mm-hmm. so I didn't see it. Fresh Prince though did watch that from ninety to ninety six. Uh, Independence Day was ninety six. Uh, Men in Black ninety seven. I was obsessed with Men in Black. Men in Black was fucking so Independence good. Day. Oh, Independence Day was awesome. Mm-hmm. awesome. Again, Will Smith. Um, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, Men in Black was 97. Uh, Enemy of the State was oh, yeah. so good. That, again, like kind of how I view surveillance. It's like, well, they're watching anyway, you know, if they really want to be. Uh, Wild Wild West 99. Wild Wild West. <laughs> that so one, man. Kevin Klein, man. Coming out Legend fresh of off ba- of Orange County. Legend of Bagger Vance 2000. Never saw it. <gasps> Neither did I. Neither did I. Uh, Ali. Have seen it? Men in Black 2, Bad Boys 2. No, I thought there was another movie where I Robot, did the song. 04. No, I thought, okay, so I now thought, you're no. starting to creep into... Hitch. Like, Hitch 05, underrated. No, no, it's all bad. Hitch is not bad! Hitch was not good. At the time, it was amazing. False. <laughs> Go back. Ava Mendes? It doesn't make the movie good. Yeah, it does. I thought, no, it was, I thought it was great. Um, That's fine. That's fine for Dan. Um, <laughs> it, it, it was fine for Dan. <laughs> No, I just thought I would have sworn there was a third movie, like because that, that was my thing with Will Smith. I was like so I was well, so like intrigued that he was making the songs for the movies. That he was could it be making. the Aladdin song that he did that you made me listen to last summer <laughs> that you loved? <laughs> I did love it. It was great. <laughs> that was so so good. So. But yeah, Will Smith's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. I loved Independence Day. Independence Day was big time. Yeah, yeah that was time. great. The toys for that, where the alien would open up. Mm-hmm. In the front. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Those were coolest. Uh, and uh, uh, the Wild Wild West song, I think it's underrated. Wild Wild West. Desperado. Yeah. Rough Rider. <laughs> no, you, you don't, don't want nada. None of this six gun and this brother running this buffalo soldier. Look, just like I told you, any damsel that's in distress. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of that so dress good. if she meets so I'm gonna try and sync that up <laughs> with the actual song. That's right. You were so so spot on. Boy Meets World was another one we mentioned. Jensen Carp marrying Topanga. I said I never really watched. It. I was definitely God. a Nickelodeon kid, not a Disney kid. It was like I wanted to be Sean, but I also wanted to be Corey, like like a little bit of Corey. So I knew that the fine line was somewhere in between there. You know, that was uh, uh, one of the first, or maybe not the first, but one of the big ones. Whenever 
torrenting became a thing yeah. that you watched. Oh yeah, for sure. When the binging came. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From made made sure to watch from beginning to end. Did you ever watch? Uh, did you ever watch the original Saved by the Bell like a lot? Oh, every episode I've seen. Okay, because like for I me, around on that off, time, like I that's know up it. there. That's up there. Because like around for me around that time, like late or mid to late nineties, it was always Fresh Prince, Fresh Prince, Full House, and Saved by the Bell. Just on California, after school. California Dreaming. Full House you ever see that? made me so anxious. It was on TBS also, California Dreaming. No. Oh my God. Um, Wait, why did Full House make you anxious? Yeah, I don't know why. I, I love like Full House. Full House is another one. Huh? <laughs> so Full House just always made me anxious as a kid. Because I'd be always watching it at daycare, just watching this family. And like, I'm just like, Ugh. Well, I think I, I can get that because they like presented a problem, solved a problem in 22 minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're like, oh my God, Michelle is she's fucking stuck at a mechanic's garage. <laughs> she can't. Nobody Very knows young, where she is. Yeah. Like, it took that, her two episodes to get over amnesia, so give him credit for that. That's a big problem. I can't believe that's how they chose to end it. Like, Spoiler. <laughs> oh. Spoil, yeah, you're right. You're right. Sorry. That, Fuller that, House, another great, another great reboot, by the way. I have mm-hmm. three more, quick, exactly. four more quick ones. Uh, Eminem, I felt like I, he just never opened the got, door for never it. Never got into Eminem. Never liked Eminem. That's fair. Yeah. He, he just, he was huge and couldn't, couldn't avoid it. Yeah. I, I didn't him. dislike him because of like the things I didn't dislike him because I thought he was offensive. I was yeah, just like, right. I, it's not for me. He just kicked the door down for a lot of different things as a white kid from the Bible belt enjoying rap. It no, I, know, I know so many people that yeah. love and know a lot. I about bleached hip-hop. my hair I know around another, that second I know album. It's people who know a lot about hip hop besides you guys that yeah. have all that some of them think that Eminem's the greatest of all time. Uh, yeah. So I'm uh, like, I know he was good. He's one of the greatest runs of yeah. all time. His metrics are off the charts, but him himself he you can't you have to put the full body of work if you want to talk that question did you want to see snl last night i did okay I i'm so it, glad you actually. said this i did not but i know they did a stand thing and was, was that really eminem at the end by the way did i yeah did it I was i think it so, was yeah. okay um i have on here saturday night live is one of the most formative things as well because oh, it, yeah. it felt like it was the initiation until into the cool club when i got to watch it regularly but the first time i got to watch it, i was like what the fuck have y'all been doing late at night well, you know like i was like this is so dope to be even more specific the best of dvds of mm. if you could pull a best of will ferrell one and two or a best of chris farley i have a list right here and it goes chris farley adam sandler chris rock david spade daryl hammond daryl hammond underrated and will ferrell but to get going for those were rare you couldn't just pop mm-hmm. into best buy and hope it to be there no you had to find it yeah they had to go like a Hastings. <laughs> so Saturday Night Live was one. Uh, Keenan Thompson, like on the same note, uh, from day one, he was just all that. Two Mighty Ducks movies in a Saturday Night Live mm-hmm. for two decades. Good Burger. And Good Burger. Thank you. Thank you. I, I Even more so you than... You said I, Mighty Ducks, right? Yeah, both Keenan of them. Keenan and um, Kel. You didn't say Keenan and Kel. I did not. Uh, I said all that, and I didn't say Keenan and Kel. Again, like deep, mm. deep. These Those ones, when you start saying like all that, I almost feel like I get... I'm like too far removed. I get that. You know what I mean? It's like I, those, of course, are huge formative shows for me, but, mm-hmm. you know, I don't I know. Just anymore. Did, you know, like, <laughs> all one, that actually would legitimately put me on to so much music that I didn't know existed. Man, TLC? Yeah, well, that, they did the theme song. I know, I but just like in general. Like, huh? I played that song in my and day. Coolio? Like, yeah. That, I mean, Keenan Kel had Coolio do their song, but. Ooh, I want to look up who performed on all that. You, sorry. Um,. So the final thing I have on here that is formative and has stuck with me so deeply throughout life mm-hmm. is the theme song to Doug. When I'm walking do around do just do like do doing do shit, do I do, do that do. all the time. When I'm like folding laundry, I'm like... It's a positive vibe song for sure. It's the perfect little Well, and also, if you're being you know, clear and using clarity here, right. Doug 
the music on that show was top tier. Yeah. That's that's almost Bubble Guppies. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you've ever heard Bubble Guppies before, but they have the hits. What is that? Bubble Guppies. Okay. Uh, it's <laughs> Ryan, bubble- Ryan, uh, do you know what these are? Ask him. Bubble Guppies? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 What are okay? I'm saying if you've ever listened to the Bubble Guppies, that they have hits, mm-hmm. like actual like the songs are bops. I have a feeling about sure. the Bubble Guppies. Bubble Guppies. The bubble, bubble Guppies. guppies. The they're bubble gonna, they're going to be making it to the artwork this week. Bubble Guppies. Can I admit something to you? Yeah, please. I just lied to you. I've never heard of the Bubble Guppies. Oh, all right. Well then, <laughs> I, you know what they are. Do you, would guess, you like to know? Oh, <laughs> yes. The Bubble Guppies. So you know what? Let's just start here. Do you know what Paw Patrol is? Yes, I actually. You do. don't know what Paw Patrol is. I don't, Dan. Okay. Um, so Who's the last little kid you were around? You, I'll go even further. You know, Blues Clues. That yes. one sticks with you, right? So there's a yes. new Blues Clues. That one's a one. Um, yeah, you said this, uh, an Asian dude, right? Uh, yeah, his name's. Uh, I think he's Filipino. Yeah. Um, and he's not that Josh that matters. De La Cruz. I think okay. his name. He's amazing. I yeah, he's amazing. Nice. Um, but bubble bops. Yeah, no, they're all they're all hits. <laughs> all bangers. They really are. I mean, makes that in your DJ. So, someone out there's seen it and knows what I'm talking about. Like they are catchy, um, more gonna, than more than all the other. I'm ones gonna I'll hashtag. I, I haven't used a hashtag on the Instagram yet for this show, and I'm gonna <laughs> just hashtag like every like top bubble guppy hashtag. I bubble can find. guppy. So they're like all have bubble bops. Was their it? bottom halves are like mermaids, and their top halves are just little kids. And so <sighs> sounds problematic. <laughs> well, I mean, they're missing. You know, they can. They're just in the sea, but it's kind of like Paw Patrol. <laughs> In the sense of like the animation style, but uh, it's just for little kids, little toddlers, and they just sing songs and get into crazy adventures. So, wow, hijinks too. I I I would highly recommend that. Um, It's a fun to dance to with little kids. So before everything, I want to get into here, but I don't know. I brought that up. (laughs) No, I'm in a bubble guppies. When you said put it in my DJ set, I'm the Doug theme song. You should the Doug theme song. Doug theme song. There you go. I will. I'm doing a, uh, I don't, this is coming out this week, next week, uh, Tuesday. Yeah, doesn't week. matter. Um, nice. cause oh, I was gonna say it doesn't matter cause it, my thing comes <laughs> day in two weeks anyway, but on, uh, December 23rd, I'm doing a live stream DJ set. Oh, cool. I'll be there for the holidays, yeah. Christmas party. Are you doing Me? it from your house? No, we're doing it in a big dope studio in South Oklahoma city. Two can productions. BDS. Two can. Uh, I like that. Dude, it's a nice studio, huge lights, huge screens. I'm doing it with Bo and his sister, Jessica. Nice. And the Robros. What, has figuring out the audio on live streams been difficult? Yes. Because I always see, even the verses, even like when they were kind of deep into that, Did there was sh- still some bad audio, which was interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard. To, yeah. That's just, I mean, it's hard. Just like we had to buy this thing, right? To do the mixer, to do yeah, podcast stuff. Yeah. But like, just getting that shit interfaced with a computer, it can be difficult. Because I always see when they try to do like the big like rooms with the Damn. bands, it always... It there was a period a worse. <laughs> on the first couple of episodes when I was doing the editing and messing around with this stuff. I was like, oh, cool. So we're probably not going to have a podcast. Like, that's fine. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck I'm doing. I, I, I can't do this. Like, I, I you adapted. Not, yeah, I did. Thank you. Uh, I'm not well versed in any types of audio engineering, but having the mixer like uh, on Ryan's suggestion made it so much easier to play with and like see the files and like learn the mixing intuitively I as opposed say, to make it more intuitive yeah no it does because you see the not just like the whole wave of the show but like the waves of each of our voices you know and so i see the silence and can, can like extract that out um but like on Roosh's nba show they all have to do it on zoom so it's one file right Fucking so Roosh. yeah i know right Sorry. so you can't <laughs> you can record zoom as separate audio files for every person yeah it's still just super compressed and even shittier so but 
I, I when, I did, when we did Paradigm Radio, the way that was set up was one. What'd one you mix track. it on? Audition? Yeah. Okay. It was, but it was recorded as one track, so I couldn't adjust. Like if one person was talking loudly, everyone had to talk loudly. That sucks. It sucked. Um, I think you're missing a big uh, category of what? formative that I think we could dive into pretty quickly. Go for it. Um, video games. Um, oh, man. That was the biggest one for me. Uh, I was going to say Grand Theft Auto, San Andreas, specifically. Donkey Kong, Mario. Vice City. Well, and see, that's, I feel like that's asking someone like their sign. Yeah. Like, you were, what, what you played a lot of GTA. You, you, you played a lot of Halo. Andreas. Uh, I was I was GTA and then just sports games. Yeah, NFL, NFL, NBA, Street, NCAA. Oh, no. NCAA. So, yes, I actually just told my friend the other day about how I used to uh, um, um, send the memory card off to people. You would send a memory card off. Oh, that's right. And you'd mail it to people for NCAA and for, send them twenty like bucks, and, and they put all they put all the names, the roster names of the if college you, players. If you want to snort a little nostalgia, go read a Nintendo Power magazine. Sure. And go look at the uh, just the rhetoric when they talk about these games. It's like, get this memory card. It's the best thing that ever happened to you. Game Shark? Anybody have a Game Shark? Oh, yeah. Of course. Game, yeah. Genie. Game Genie. Yo. Does Game Shark? What do you think you owe wow. me, Jinxer? I kind of, does Game Shark kind of like shape your personality later in life? Yeah. Because you're, like, you're a cheater? Yeah. <laughs> you're like, uh, I'm just going to cheat. Dude, I, I think it's to- <laughs> human nature, though. I think if you have the option to have a Game Shark and you're like, I want to try it, see what it does. Yeah, like, obviously. Yeah. Oh, I can have more fun and then go back and like make it harder and do it on my own. Hey, cool. Like, but when you're younger too, the the branding was big. Yeah, the game shark. True, the book of <laughs> like cheat codes you'd have to put plug in into it. Come on, that thing was cool. Donkey they Kong. Had separate books for just cheat codes for every game, but then every game also had a strategy guide that most yeah. of the time didn't have cheat codes mm-hmm. in it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I needed that Pokemon uh, guide. That was clutch. I was big into Pokemon. Um, Big into Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy VII. Zelda, my favorite Ocarina game of all time. time. Got it. Yeah, Ocarina of Time, I really liked at the time, and now I think it's not very good. But um, hmm. Also, a hot take. It just did not age well. It's a not a good game. But Whoa, the Final that Fantasy. just peeled back all the way to not good games. It's just not good. It's, it's The nostalgia is what makes people love it, but it's just not a good game. Here's, the game of the time, I felt like it was amazing. Here's my hot take, hot video game take. I enjoyed the Donkey Kong series. Oh yeah, more than the Mario series. Okay, that's a hot take. Okay, SNES or sixty four. Yeah, that's okay. So Mario sixty four like changed not just how I saw video games, but kind of how I saw the world. You know, it was like, oh, okay, like in forty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, it's like you you got the idea because games before that it it was just so two D. Even when they tried to make three dimensional characters, it was what it was. It was still like kind of flat screen or going forward. You know, it it wasn't too in depth. Uh, Grand Theft Auto obviously changed a lot of that, but uh, Donkey Kong and Mario Mario sixty four specifically was like sixty four is one of the five greatest games ever made. I think ever. Uh, I I loved Goldeneye too. Yeah, absolutely. That was um, but. Donkey Kong, like uh, as a whole, I enjoyed every single game so much more than most of the Mario's. So, well, I think so, side, side scrollers, I could, I could get behind that. Yeah, I was gonna say, and uh, Super Nintendo Donkey Kong, yeah. was the best out of yeah. it. Like, if you were to take everything together, I would say that the Super Nintendo Donkey Kongs, and then the regular Nintendo or Super Nintendo Super Mario Three. I set up that's that, probably up there with the best ever. I set up that um, SNES express thing classic oh uh, yeah the classic one yeah, yeah. excuse me um at bailey's house uh because when i go over there and she's still working <laughs> none of my uh very little of my shit is there so I, i'll play that and i have been playing the fuck out of kirby 
It is yeah. so fun. I it's forgot great. you absorbed like the powers and they were temporary. You know, like what a game. See, that goes back to my point about the movies. Like what a great concept, you know, like bring did, that back. Did you guys ever play Yoshi's World? On oh my God. Yeah. yeah that was Yoshi's Story. Great. I, I think about that a lot. Yoshi's Story <laughs> was so good, dude. Yoshi's Story, I think is the one I was thinking of. Yeah. What I was going to uh, say was that um, I used to Game Shark, Game Genie also on the PlayStation, you could buy... Well, you could send your memory card off to get shit put on it and then send it back to you. You could also get the... You could buy... They would literally sell these tiny little springs, the tiny spring mm. that you could get to put on the, the thing that... It'll basically keep the disc spinning even after you open the lid. Uh-huh. The disc will keep spinning, so it'll keep reading it because mm. the lid has to be... It's a whole thing. Right. Anyway, you could... Um, Genius. <laughs> you could take the disc off and put a Japanese game on it if it's doing that and it would play a Japanese game even though it's not supposed to. And really? I, oh. I played a lot of like... Dra- there was like specific Dragon Ball Z games you That's can only get killer. in Japan. Wow. Yeah. I like was, that. PlayStation, yeah. Mm. Then yeah. I had the Sega Dreamcast. I had the Sega Saturn. Nice. Which I like most people didn't have. I was big into Sonic. I mean, I had Sonic friend, was. I, had a friend I who had a Sonic Saturn. was dope. Who? As an adult, Henry Boudreaux. <laughs> He's a chef in Oklahoma City. I know him. Yeah, I went to uh, elementary school with him. Nicholas Hills. I worked with him at the place he's a chef at. No, anyway, it's family, yeah. Um, in now in 2020, Mario is better and greater than most things. Right. But at the time, as a kid, Sonic was my shit. I like Sonic more than Mario as a kid. That's really, fair. that was like, that's a choice because that was Sega. That's yeah. fair. I, I I can see that. Um, like it's I said, difficult. I, I, was, I thought I was, there was a point where it was probably more difficult. And now is the time that we would like to engage with all of you listeners out there in the segment that we call listener questions. I have uh, a few listener questions that we can dive into real quick. Go ahead. Um, Kip from noble kip kip yes 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 kip from noble deploy dynamite yes Yes. uh if you could start your life over but with the maturity you have now from the beginning would you or or phrase differently like what would you do differently and i'm gonna throw a caveat out there you can't say like invest in apple or disney or shit like that like what 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 is something like you know you go back in time and you you could do differently i mean there's so much they could go into this question. Well, that's fine. I think that's two what things doing. specifically off the okay. bat. Okay. Uh, see? This is... The first one is playing football. Okay. Um, you I, would do I still it have or dreams not? this day of moments in high school that I think about, and I'm like, if I just would have known this, I could have played so much better and Interesting. gotten to this point. You know Interesting. What I mean? If I had my mature brain now and put it yeah. in the body of that 17, 18-year-old, you know, I feel like I'd be a lot better and I feel right. like it'd be a completely different game. What's the other? The other one would be like relationships probably, but then also that's ones that you don't necessarily, cause those ones are like life changers. Those shape your perspective on it. So it's like, you almost have to go through them. But to when, like, you're, when you you're know. like, a, like a year or two years mm-hmm. down the road and you think about a relationship, you're like, man, I wish I kind of knew what I knew now. Right. Maybe I wouldn't act like that or, you know, been like that. <laughs> so kind of on the football thing that you're talking about, uh, I guess, to go on a bigger or I guess more ex- expanded level, I think it would be discipline. I would, ch- or, or, or not necessarily discipline, but I would try and way. find, a, I, I would, huh? In the other way. What? I had way better discipline when I was younger. But did you? Yeah, wow. so, uh, okay, cool. That's the, I mean, that's interesting. Yeah. And I, think it's more my, of a cognitive I know Ryan's now. has to be now, right? Now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's, for sure. That's the only thing I can really think of that aren't, that isn't just like, Oh, don't date that girl. Well, hey, we're yeah. in backyard therapy. Let's go in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Well, that's, <laughs> well, that's the only thing I can think of that's like, 
good that's not just don't do that thing that you did right that the only thing i could think of would be it's like take school more seriously mm. yeah don't that's, be that's don't not, be ineligible for a, like actually, half your fucking band competitions you were supposed fair. to have been at that's a yeah. great one honestly because yeah. i think about that all the time i'm yeah. like man if i just because I, I i appreciate learning now yeah so much more than i did when i was a little kid or I even, love, when, even when i was like you know a young adult i love class now like i and it's not that i hated it before but i, I guess i underrated the value of it mm-hmm. and now it's like i look forward to the fuck out of it i, ge- I genuinely do it's, there, it, there it, was it, a huge juxtaposition yeah. whenever i was a kid in school and i remember zach kosho's dad larry kosho mm-hmm. going to school the gambler while he was because he looks like kenny rogers he's right. not he doesn't have a gambling problem because he was he was working at Chesapeake at the time, but he was yeah. going to school, and I was like, "Why would you choose to go to school at right. the time?" I'm like, "That is outrageous!" And Dude. then to see the discipline he had to do schoolwork and kind of seemed like he enjoyed it, I was like, "I cannot wrap my mind around that." And then now that I'm older, yeah. I can. Yeah, and I think that that's a big. Mike, it's, it's great like, idea. If we didn't understand what school was and we had to go to class, I think we would have liked it. But I do feel, and I, I do feel that there's a part of it was that like Saved by the Bell or Fresh Prince thing where you watch it and you just hear him go, "Oh, school sucks," and you go, "Oh yeah, school sucks." Yeah, yeah. And you true. just get built into your head that school sucks, and then you hate school. School does suck. Well, and right. like early line. school sucks. It's generalized for the general population, so it's supposed to appeal to everyone. It's supposed to. It's a one size fit all for the for the most part. Yeah, you know there are independent education plans, IEPs for different populations and stuff like that. But for the most part, it's a generalized experience for everyone who's fucking different and figuring out who they are. And you're just supposed to like all take the same tests, take the same classes, and do the same thing. And there's all these varying interests while you're formulating your identity. So yeah, school sucks. But going back to it, like like you all have said like you think you'd have an appreciation for it i've had an appreciation for it it's been awesome it's fed that fuel to learn i I will give you uh, i will say that if i wasn't in school now i understand the thing that makes me learn is attaching a project to something i want to know so it's like i I mentioned to you all in the garage i got the adobe creative cloud stuff figuring out illustrator InDesign. i redid my resume like for the first time i did have somebody else like help me with the formatting on it you know in terms of making it look good yeah yeah you know stuff like that so uh i don't know uh i think it would be discipline and relaying somehow to myself how time actually moves and i think that would be a hard message to get across so you already threw the caveat out there, but the first thing I thought yeah, yeah, about yeah. was Back to the Future, yeah. getting the betting, betting book. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I mean, that's that's at the top of the list, it's right? number one. Yeah. It's at the top of the list. <laughs> I, so. I always think about that. I almost paranoid. I'm like, man, I should probably remember who won the Super Bowl six years ago, just in case that happens. Absolutely. About <laughs> <laughs> um, how much? Did you all see David Chang win the million dollars on Celebrity Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? I did watch that. Okay. So this question comes from Gray in Edmond slash Oklahoma City. That guy. Uh yeah, well uh, wait. I watched the final answer. That's all that matters. Okay. okay. So many times. Who would be your lifelines on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? And so let's clarify. There, there's two that you can really pick from here, right? Like with the celebrity situation and the COVID situation, you bring a friend since there's no audience, so to speak. Okay. And then your uh, phone a friend, so you get two. Who are your who are, who are your two people? Oh man. And I want Ryan to kick this off. To what? <laughs> who off. are your two lifelines on who wants to be a millionaire uh the the person you get to have sitting with you well i think that's a big 
thing too. Yeah, there's a big difference on that. Like who, there are. who there can are. handle the pressure on the phone? No, right. no, the difference is I want Alan Pellegrin to sit with me because he knows more about random Ooh. shit than anyone I've ever met. I like that. But That's a great he answer. also would be the person that if you called him on the phone would talk ran, and ran, and fucking ramble for the 30 seconds and never give you the answer. So he needs to be there in person. There you go. That's an important distinction. That's great. Um, and I, after I watched that clip, I told my friend Dylan the other day, the host COC podcast with me because he's so good at cheating whenever I were talking. Right. I'll like, we'll be talking about something and he'll just all of a sudden rap, rattle something insane yeah. off. And I'll be like, how'd you know that? He's like, oh, I was Googling it the whole time. Yeah. And I was like, we just said it 10 seconds ago. You've already yeah. Googled it all. So he would be my phone a friend because nice. I know he could cheat. I like yeah. that. That's going to sound, I mean, a little nepotism here, but it would be would be my mother and my father there you go no nothing wrong with it i respect it i don't know who i'd have in there with me and who i'd have on the phone are you do you know if you're allowed to say like i want to pick you know three people to possibly be this person but depending on what the question is i'm gonna say oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I want to call my mom okay so this is more of a broad one just because i i don't have i wasn't thinking specificity here i was thinking okay my mom and i played the original trivial pursuit to this day yeah and we just my like, dad's been hounding us to play it and then my, my dad knows all the just the random stuff that doesn't matter yeah. at all and it would definitely be a question on there and so i'll probably g- give the i'd call my dad and then have my mom in there probably okay yeah. i like that i would i would tell them the caveat is i want my friend i want alan or dylan unless the question is about bubble guppies then i need dan to be oh, absolutely yeah, there's yeah. there's only one oh, yeah, there's a new bubble guppy by the way okay so, well, so know that. gonna want a million dollars with that information probably i think I would want my dad sitting there. Hmm. He has his general knowledge. It goes back, you know, like simple Wait, he shit. Really? I would not want my parents. He wants to be a millionaire. Honestly, my uh, to, to me, big trivia buffs <laughs> to me. Yeah. Uh, cool. My dad, my dad is a trivia buff. He loves history. He, he, he covers a lot of blind spots that I personally have. And he's the number one draft pick in a lot of those blind spots. Okay. Um, phone call. It would be between Baylor and Roosh between, who has the most specific knowledge, right? Like about something random. Who could Google the quickest? On right. The like Arush is a bit more <laughs> cultural. Um, and he could key in on like very specific things. He's very, he's detail oriented in a, a different way in an analytical way. Baylor's detail oriented in like a holistic way. He remembers the entire scene and like the general vibe and like all the stuff. Arush is more mi- uh, micro and zoomed mm-hmm. in. So it'd be between one of those two. So I'd have to pick like based off the question. Um, and that's that. Hmm. So it's a good one. Yeah, I, th- I, I think that's interesting. Like, who, who who would you take that far? Um, if you could list a bunch of people, like if you could list like five people, I definitely have Dan on there for like OU football. Uh, <laughs> Ryan for '90s music specifically. Which, it's by the way, in a very future, a very near episode, we're doing trivia, and we're gonna have specialized topics. And Ryan chose '90s music. I love it. I'm excited. Um, I think we have some overlapping topics that are going to do pretty well. Last question. Um, what is your death row meal? And cool. let me give you some criteria. Is let, this okay? your, your final meal on earth? Your final meal on earth. Mm-hmm. Okay. You get a main dish, two sides, mm. two drinks. What? No. <laughs> No, no, no! Like one alcoholic, one non-alcoholic. Okay. And a dessert. I know what the answer to this is, and it doesn't fit into your mold. I know. Okay, go for it. It's the fucking. It's my favorite. Like, it's my favorite cheeseburger with large fries from Johnny's. 
That why does that not fit into my mold? She had like two sides, two desserts. I'm like, I don't want it. I just want the thing that I get from Johnny's. Wait, go okay. back. What is it? Do you want fries with it? Number or onion rings? Number nineteen, no lettuce, add pickles from Johnny's. Large with fries. Is that bacon, cheese, bacon cheeseburger. Oh, it's bacon cheeseburger. It's my favorite thing. I okay, how about I get, I get it like once every couple months, and I'm like, oh, so. How about so you good. fill out the drinks. rest and. When the night comes that you're about to be electrocuted in a few hours, really you can push it much? back. Are you really going to eat that much the night before you're going to die? You're going to be like, I'm going to die tomorrow. Buddy, you're going to be stressed. <laughs> are you kidding me? You want to know what I'm doing the night before I'm dying if I'm like you're about... You're going to be fucking stressed out so much, you're not going to be able to eat that much and food. And then it won't fucking matter. It won't matter. <laughs> I'll eat it, I'll throw it up, and then like I'll do some crazy dance around the excrement. I don't, excrement. I don't care. Like, Well, that's a, a bit of a, I guess, existential difference. Yeah, I just can't imagine being like, oh, you're going to die tomorrow, so here's a bunch of food. I'm be like, I don't want this. I don't know. That's a tough one. Okay. Because I always think, I, I think I change this a lot, you know? <sighs> so. Does, is, is it like a, just a meal, or does it have to be from a specific place? Does no. I get a case of White Claws? I would do that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Johnny's case of White Claws. Mm, that's fine. That's a fucking, God, that's a great night. There you go. Oh, I want to do that tonight. I might mm. do that tonight. You, you deserve it. Thank you. <laughs> what do you have, Dan? Man. I can rattle mine off if you want. Yeah, go ahead, because I'm okay. kind of going back and forth. So, I've thought about this, and, I, and I'm reading what, I, what, what I've thought about. Mm-hmm. So, I think I'd want something that felt like home right before, like, a, a moment like that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really have thought about it. I'm like, so, what com- it, so comfort. Yeah. So, like, honestly, my first answer was that birthday meal at Del Frisco, something, something similar. <laughs> you know, like a seafood tower, eight jugs of wine. That was like, one of the two I was thinking of. Yeah, lose, losing my mind. You know, something like that. But honestly, so something that tastes like home. So for the sides, my mom's like sweet potatoes and stuffing because it would remind me of Thanksgiving and Christmas kind of, you know, and just family. Uh, She also makes this thing we call cherry goop for dessert. That's phenomenal. You're going right off. You know, you're going off a memory and yeah, what's going to like, yeah, like he said, again, you'd be stressed out and anxious, but like eating that for the last time, you know what I mean? I know that's the last one. I think like the savoring and the memories that would come with it would be amazing. Mm -hmm. And then for the main dish. Oh, wow. A steak, like, cooked by either my dad, Baylor, or Bailey, you know, like, either one, you know, someone that really cares about me and I care about that, like, prepared it, mm-hmm. and then my two drinks. A deeper angle. Yes. My two drinks, a large, because this, this would be uh, consumed during the meal, a large, spicy Coca-Cola from McDonald's, and then my alcoholic drink would be an lit a double lit actually so i could chug it before i went to sleep and try and get 30 minutes of sleep before the last night and that's my answer Hmm. i like that i uh i kind of i keep going back and forth to having like a a big crab boil i like that just to have like a (laughs) (laughs) it would be kind of fun we can't have your friends though it's just you well I could pretend. Hey, <laughs> hey! It would be kind of fun to have a bunch of crawfish, right? And Something and, and know, and but also know that they got to clean that fucking shit up too. Okay. And you know, yeah, yeah. you yeah. just go in exactly. And they got to clean that shit up. Yeah, some like a like a king crab, Cajun. You know, getting some some big bowls of butter and just going to town, just cracking them open and everything. Yeah, like, there'd be a very involved thing to do. You know. Um you said two sides? Two sides. I would have to have, with that, my unlimited Olive Garden salad and breadsticks just pumped in there. So um, you want them to have a trough yeah. for you ready to go in? Those like, would be my two sides, and I get, you know... Would ex- you eat to the point of, like, throwing up? Mm, Why would you not? 
Well, I don't, I don't like throwing up that much. So no one does. <laughs> but again, clean well, it some up. people do. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. that's a good point. Uh, that's a good. Point. I just I don't I know. Don't Man, I would get to I would get to a point where I was pretty darn full. You know, okay. like it it would get to like I wouldn't want to waste it at all. Right. Um. So those two sides, that big meal, and then I guess you said dessert and drinks, right? Um, uh-huh. Two drinks, one alcoholic, one non-alcoholic. Non-alcoholic. Um. Either like a, a watermelon LaCroix or um, just a can of Coke. Yeah. You know, one of those, just a good old can of Coke just right. to figure out this stupid experiment in life yeah. of why I drank Coke for yeah, 30 yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or however, like, how did I get to that? Um, uh, and then alcoholic drink, man, that's that's difficult because you, you almost want to get too turnt tanny. Yeah. And, but you don't know. <laughs> or savor it, you know? Or savory. Dying while you're hungover sounds terrible. This is the night before. Yeah, but you're hungover. Okay. Yeah. Dying sounds terrible. (laughs) Dying hungover, also terrible. Uh, Man, alcohol. You went out on your terms, though, to some degree. I think I would have to do either just like an old fashioned or just a good beer that I like, you know, just something to wash it down with. Just depending on what I, in the mood. And the desserts, man, I would just have. My mom's double layer chocolate on chocolate icing cake and just freaking go to town on it. I can't go. wait for the day. White Claws and Johnny's for you. A well nuanced meal for Dan. Mm-hmm. A little bit of a nostalgic bomb for me. And that pretty much does it for the evening. So we did it. We did, we did do it. it. Yeah, uh, we did it. A recommendation that will make you chuckle is watch Hell's Kitchen. Mm. And just take note of uh, the hot celebrities that are filling it out that night. <laughs> Morgan Spurlock is of note. Supersize me. Exactly. Mm. And supersize me too. One, two, one, two, three. This is actually pretty good, by the way.